This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. That is Mitch. I want to talk about this uh, really interesting new uh, study, rather, in the uh, journal Tobacco Control, which is uh, a branch of the British Medical Journal, looking at the uh, concept of harm reduction. And I think it's been well established now that that we know that e-cigarettes are less harmful than cigarettes. But exactly how much so? Or to put it another way, if we could convince smokers to abandon cigarettes for e-cigarettes, how many lives could we save? And this study finds that the uh, benefits would be enormous. Uh, Joining us on the line, one of the lead authors of this study, Dr. David Levy, is uh, with the Department of Oncology at the Lombardi Comprehensive Cancer, uh, Cancer Center at Georgetown University Medical Center. Dr. Levy, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Well, thank you. So certainly there's been research to, to establish that, that e-cigarettes, vaping, is much safer than, than smoking tobacco. So w- what, what does this new study add to the conversation? Well, this talks about how uh, this lower safe uh, nicotine delivery product could help reduce the number of deaths attributable to uh, nicotine use. Um, you know, previous studies have talked about how reduced cigarette use can help uh, uh, avoid premature deaths. And this paper talks about a specific strategy, namely uh, getting people to switch to e-cigarettes. The the, the impact is considerable. Uh, Were were you surprised by the findings? Um, Well, I wasn't surprised. You know, we actually look at two cases, an optimistic case and a pessimistic case. And in the optimistic case, I wasn't at all surprised that the e-cigarettes led to, uh, you know, quite large uh, health gains, as you know. Um, in the pessimistic case, what we did was we considered uh, what uh, people's major concerns are, and we tried to model those concerns um taking into account uh, the worst case that could happen. In that case, you know, frankly, I wasn't so sure. In fact, I I didn't expect that there would be gains, um, and uh, I didn't expect substantial losses, but I didn't expect gains. However, we found even quite significant gains in that case. So even under a worst case, you see gains from switching people to e-cigarettes. Right, and it's not just in terms of uh, lives saved, which is obviously hugely significant, but th- there would be other health benefits that, that would come along with that as well. Well, that's true. I mean, we use what's kind of um, most widely used in the uh, tobacco control literature, which are deaths attributable to tobacco use. Um, well, we're only talking about the deaths to the users themselves. We're not even taking into account uh, the, the health effects through secondhand smoke, nor are we taking into account the 
productivity loss to the economy due to uh, more sick days and uh, premature death and, and, and you know, what's uh, commonly referred to as productivity loss. So why is there still so much controversy and division around e-cigarettes, even in the, the tobacco control community? Well, people are concerned. Um, you know, we've seen in the past that uh, tobacco companies have not uh, worked uh, in the public interest, to put it very mildly. And there's a real concern that somehow what could be gains might be subverted by the tobacco industry. Um, and uh, the point of this paper is to try to show how, you know, even under a worst case, there are potentially some major gains from an e-cigarette uh, strategy so that we can focus more on what is the real uh, tobacco issue and that cigarette smoking. Right. It's certainly a, a problem we'd prefer to have to, to be dealing with e-cigarette use over tobacco use. I and mean, there's, there's legitimate concern that if people don't currently use e-cigarettes, we don't want them taking up the habit necessarily. So how do we balance the, the health gains that could come with this harm reduction approach, but still trying to discourage people who don't use e-cigarettes from taking up the habit? Well, uh, you know, we're not arguing that, that e-cigarettes should just be encouraged. We do, uh, you know, specifically mention that safeguards need to be taken uh, with respect to e-cigarettes. For example, you know, I've always strongly been an advocate of raising the minimum purchase age to 21 years of age. Uh, I think it's important to limit marketing. It's also important to monitor the contents in the e-cigarettes so that, uh, you, you know, the lower harms are in fact realized. But we should be able to, to be honest about the fact that these are a less harmful product. Exactly. And, and, and that's what we advocate more than anything else. You know, and it's not that we shouldn't be concerned, but that we should, and we have, it seems right now, a tremendous opportunity to reduce cigarette use. And this has been the goal of tobacco control all along. And that's why uh, the purpose of this paper was to show how that could be done. And it's a really unique kind of opportunity. I know there have been different approaches to, to trying to discourage tobacco use, and we have different alternatives to, to help smokers, but we really haven't encountered anything like this before, have we? No, no, we haven't. Um, and, um, yeah, I think there are some uh, uh, reasons for optimism. In the last couple of years, as e-cigarette use increased, uh, we've seen some really uh, quite large reductions in cigarette use. Uh, so, you know, I think, I think not only are we speculating, but there's some good basis for, you know, speculating the potential improvements that we indicate in the paper. Well, some fascinating research and important research at that. Dr. Levy, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. Really appreciate this. It was my pleasure, and thank you. All right, that's uh, Dr. David Levy uh, with the Department of Oncology, the Lombardi Comprehensive Cancer Center, Georgetown University Medical Center, one of the lead authors uh, on this study. So, I mean, the, the evidence seems pretty clear at this point with regards to, to e-cigarettes, and so we need to stop treating them like we treat cigarettes. I mean, if we want people to make that switch... And here we've got another study confirming the benefits of that. Where are the built-in incentives? 
Maybe we should focus on that. 403-974-8255. Back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.